Sit down, strap in, and granny put your teeth in your pocket. Lead Lap Radio, powered by HMS Motorsport. The leader in motorsport safety starts now. Well, Happy New Year, everybody, and welcome to the first Lead Lap show of the year. Presented by Victory Custom Trailers. We'll tell you about them afterward. If you wonder why I'm laughing, it's because we've got a new format this year on Monday nights for our Race Chaser Radio lineup. The Inside Pass runs from 7 to 8 now live on Performance Motorsports Network at Race Chaser Radio. Um, And tonight, because Randy Miller couldn't be here for the Inside Pass, I ended up hosting that show, and we had about a 20-second turnaround between that show and this one. So here we are. It is now Lead Lap. If you were just listening to the Inside Pass, we have now turned the page. This is Lead Lap, presented by Victory Custom Trailers. And uh, Tom Baker and James Mellick, Peter Strada is still hanging in the studio with me here. Um, and uh, Peter is from the Sports Journal. This show is going to be a full show. We've got... Uh, local late model racer, Carolina's area late model racer, Kyle Campbell, going to be joining us here. We had Kyle on the show, um, I think, about a month and a half ago. But uh, Kyle is is back with us, along with his new team owner for 2021, or one of the teams he's going to be racing for. Uh, Ryan Bell has joined us, and Ryan is a former NASCAR car chief slash crew chief, etc., uh, for uh, JD Motorsports and MBM Motorsports, Carl Long. Um, Ryan has started a late model team for this year called Prospect Motorsports. So Kyle Campbell going to be one of the drivers in that stable. We've got both of them here, so we're going to talk some NASCAR. We're going to talk some late models. We're going to have some fun here um, as we get things started. We hope that uh, your holidays were safe and joyous and that you uh, ate too much because otherwise what fun would that be? Um, I know I certainly did. So uh, <laughs> hope that y'all had a good holiday and we're happy to be back with you. And you know what, Peter, since I've still got you here, um, I'm going to start off uh, with a couple of uh, little around the table type questions. Um, first of all, race that you are most looking forward to in 2021, anywhere, any track, go. You know, my opinion on this race is taking a complete 180, but Bristol Dirt for the Cup Cars, I just want to see it at this point. <laughs> and I really hope I have the chance to be there either as a fan or as media. Interesting. Okay, well, I can't blame you for that choice. James Mellick, you got a different one or the same? Uh, I got a different one, actually. Um, mine's one of the road courses. I'm looking forward to the road course at Indianapolis. The uh, Brickyard 400. Yes, being run on the road. Course I'm kind of I'm looking okay. forward to that because I uh, saw some of the races there. The Indy cars have put on, and it's been very entertaining. The last year, I believe the Xfinity cars ran there and put on a great show. So I'm kind of excited to see what the Cup cars can do there. Yeah, this is going to be really interesting. And you know what? I could go about fifty thousand different directions, uh, including. My home track up in New York, the Oswego Speedway, actually running two International Classic Weekends this year because they're making up Labor Day weekend on Memorial Weekend, assuming that uh, New York is actually open. I'm knocking wood there. Um, but uh, two classics. But you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree with Peter because I'm really intrigued. And I'm not just intrigued about the cup cars being on the dirt. I'm also intrigued by the, the previous weekend or the weekend before they're going to have a short track nationals deal, and the world of outlaws going to be back with the uh, uh, the sprint cars for the for the dirt. And I can't wait to see the outlaws back at Bristol. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago, while aboard one day, I looked up the world of outlaws race there from 2000. I believe it was the Channel Lock Challenge. I watched that feature, and it was really an amazing show to see dirt on the last great Coliseum and see that many people at a world of outlaws race. So no matter the vehicle dirt on Bristol should be an amazing show. It really should be. I can't wait to see uh, what happens. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, And, and honestly, if you look at the way the season breaks down in just the national series alone, you've got seven road courses now for the cup series You've got a bunch of aggressive drivers in the Xfinity Series this year. The Truck Series with some interesting new faces, including Haley Deegan, who we talked about uh, the Inside Pass show um, uh, that we recorded just before this one. Haley, her first full season in the Truck Series. Um, IndyCar with uh, a new kind of look and a new race 
at Nashville, not on the, the speedway and not at the fairgrounds. They're running downtown Nashville, including going up over a bridge. Yep, right over the Veterans Memorial Bridge. It should be an amazing race. And I have a close friend in Nashville. Fingers crossed I get to go there for the IndyCar race and for the NASCAR weekend. I should surely hope they have about a 30-foot-high barrier um, that that extends the entire length of the bridge because somebody needs to remind these people that IndyCars can catch a wheel and get up in the air. And that would be – that doesn't just doesn't seem like a good recipe, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll definitely see. It's an interesting layout they have around the Nissan Stadium, the Titans Arena yeah, there. Yeah, so uh, – you know, of course, what would be fun is could we play a football game while the race was going on? That would just be uh, uh, that would be a really interesting uh, double bill there. But uh, that should be fun. And so, again, the IndyCar with new things, NHRA, um, you know, with with some some stuff going on this year as well. Um, lots of new wrinkles in at all levels of the sport. Really, I feel like some of the covid created necessities have carried over into 2021 in terms of, you know, different ideas. We're not, we're, we're mostly not going to practice um, at the, uh, on the cup series, except for about five shows. Um, so some of those types of changes that we made for COVID purposes and because condensed schedules and whatever, we've carried some of those things into the new season. And I'm really excited to see how the racing world in general comes back, hopefully we can start getting crowds back into these short tracks. Um, we do know that the Cars Tour is, they were scheduled to race at Rockingham in March. They had a couple of tire tests, did not go as well as they expected. So they have postponed that opening date at Rockingham to October the 30th. So they went from the beginning of the season to basically the end of the season to give them all year to come up with a suitable tire to take late models on, onto a mile, which, you know, I, I, I hate to be negative Nancy, but that it, I just feel like you're trying to polish a turd of an idea. Late models don't belong in a mile. I think the mile track's too big, especially with the banking. I just think it's a bad idea, but um, nobody asked me. So... <laughs> Well, you brought up my one point with Rockingham right there, the banking. I mean, I think it was Dale Jr. said on his podcast that that track needs to be repaved before they see any kind of big-time race again. And with how long they've delayed this car store race, they almost have enough time to repave the track. So we'll, <laughs> well see what happens eventually on October That's part of the 31st. problem is you haven't had rubber on the track in years and years and years. And, and it just, uh, you know, it's a very coarse racetrack right now. So I feel like the cars tour really kind of look didn't look before they leaped into this whole idea of opening their season with a, a race on a mile, which basically none of their racers or few of them have ever been on a mile track. Um, and you've got some bone stock rookies coming into the Cars series where this would have been their first cars tour race. So I, I don't know. I, I'm not, you know, I mean, I, I hope it's a good race if they run it, but, uh, and I certainly look, I've been wrong before. Um, the Roval is clear evidence of, of how wrong I can be about, um, a, a race being just a, a bad idea. The first year of the Roval, I said, this is going to be a dumpster fire. And it was probably the, the best race of the, the season. Um, and so I, I've certainly been wrong before, but I just I don't like the comments I got from some of the folks I talked to, um, and I don't feel like tires are really the main issue. I th I think these cars are too low to the ground. Um, you know, I just I think this it's just it's too fast. It's a bad idea, and it's too fast. And I think if they do run, these guys are going to have to learn to lay off bumpers. And not be Rubin is not going to be racing at Rockingham with a late model because if you hit, it's going to throw away a race car and it's going to hurt, you know, with the kind of speed they're carrying. So um, I'm cautious about this that that race, but that that is one thing that that happened uh, since we've been off is they had the tire testing and ended up postponing the race until the end. Um, of almost the end of their uh, 2021 schedule. So we'll talk more about the cars tour in future weeks, because aside from that, 
there's a lot of things to talk about with regard to the Cars Tour that are really, really good. So we'll um, we'll get into more of that on future shows. We've got um, the other uh, announcement that took place toward the end of the year that I don't think we had a chance to talk about on League Lap was the fact that Tri-County Speedway here in North Carolina, which has been, they came back this year after the track being dormant for a while, ran on Friday nights. Um, well, for 2021, they're now running on Saturdays against Hickory, which seems to be counterproductive for both tracks because, you know, if you wanted to run both, you can't, so you've immediately split the field. So now who gets which cars, where are you going, which track are you racing, how's that all going to work? Um that seems a very curious move to me, but I guess they, um, you know, they obviously have a plan and, and uh, they seem very secure in, in making the move. So I wish them great success in 2021 because the new owners of Tri-County are great people. They have done wonders with that racetrack. And, um, you know, I just hope that uh, moving to Saturday night doesn't hurt them more than it helps because obviously Hickory is one of the oldest and most established facilities um, in the country. And uh, just, again, I always hate seeing tracks 20 minutes apart, Peter, compete with each other for basically the same classes. Yeah, I mean, they're both very popular tracks in this area for drivers and fans alike. Yeah. So you're really just tearing the whole local industry apart. Yeah. On which I, see, I've been in the see. middle of one of those up in New York one year when I managed one track that got a track 20 minutes away. And it really, we won the battle, but neither one, both of us lost. That's basically how that worked. We're going to take a break. We come back, all kinds of guests in the studio. More of League Lap presented by Victory Trailers after this. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! <gasps> it's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text. Stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. Hi, this is Spencer Boyd, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. 
Welcome back to Lead Lab, presented by VictoryCustomTrailers.com. I'm Tom Baker, along with a full house in our WSI studio, WSIC studio suddenly. See, I've been away two weeks. The tongue's not quite all the way uh, back from break yet, but it'll get here before the show ends. Uh, Ryan Bell is sitting next to me to my right. Um, and Ryan, of course, is uh, probably known to a lot of people for his work in various NASCAR National Series um, on the pit area side of it, uh, crew chief, car chief, et cetera, and so forth. Um, we'll talk to him about that in a moment, but also we want to talk to him. And the reason why we brought him in is because he's uh, got a new job now, and he's uh, now the founder or co-founder, I guess, or uh, of uh, Prospect Motorsports, which is a new late model driver development type team that's uh, making its debut in 2021. Kyle Campbell, who is back with us, is one of the drivers involved in that team. And of course, we've got Kyle's father, Kevin, uh, in studio with us as well. And because, well, since Kyle's involved, so is Kevin. Um, And uh, I think Kevin's a little more involved than he initially thought he was going to be, according to what I heard from Ryan a while ago today. So we'll talk about that as well. Um, and of course, James Mellick still in the studio with us. So we'll, we'll just uh, roll right into it here for the rest of the show. We're going to be talking with these guys about what they have going on and about short track racing. Cause that's what this show does. So Ryan Bell, first of all, welcome to the studio. Happy to have you on the program for the first time, man. Thank you for letting me be here. I'm super excited. This is a, this is an amazing opportunity. I, uh, I'm, I'm glad to have you and we're excited to have you now. For those who aren't familiar with you, can you give us just a minute or so on your background in the sport? So I started out in uh, in racing uh, with a guy named Rick Markle. Had his own Hooters Pro Cup team yes. many years ago, I remember and that name. I uh, I volunteered there and actually helped him create a pit crew school and became a pit crew coach and helped him in the fab oh. department and somehow through the years stumbled upon being a crew chief. I've been with uh, Johnny Davis. Motorsports spent the better part of a decade there. Uh, really enjoyed my time with Johnny. <laughs> Anytime I can give a bell for Johnny Davis Motorsports, JD Motorsports, I'm all I'm all about it. I love those guys. Oh man, they're they're it's amazing. And, and I, to be honest with you, if uh, if it wasn't for the fact that I just get itchy sometimes, I, I'd probably love to still be doing things with Johnny. But um, left Johnny's, went to Carl Long Motorsports, MBM. I call it Carl Long Motorsports. I love MBM yes. as well. Um, but this I love the underdog team. Oh my gosh. And I'll tell you what, those two men right there are some of the hardest workers you've ever yep. seen in this sport. Um, God, back in the day at Johnny Davis's no, no AC sweating our butts off, rolling around on the floor. Johnny's out there with no shirt on slinging wrenches, teaching us all crazy kids how to, how to build these race cars. Uh, but I'll tell you what, uh, at the end of this season, I made a, a personal decision and I've had a vision a long time, a vision that we've talked about deeply, and that's where Prospect Motorsports came from. We are going to reinvent the driver development program because what's out there right now, no offense to anyone, but it's a lot of people trying to take money from uh, anyone they can and not give back as much development. And we are, I want to put together a program with the help of the people that we have involved, like just for an example of Kyle Campbell. It's based on talent and based on what you can do behind the wheel, just not what your pocketbook can do. And that's that's a vision that we, uh, I think, is working out pretty good so far. Well, we'll get into uh, that a little bit more in a moment. I want to bring in our other two guests. First of all, to your right, uh, all the way to my right, I guess you could say, <laughs> is uh, Kyle Campbell. And uh, Kyle, back with us again, been uh, a little while, not too awfully long. We had you on the first time after you won the fall brawl in Hickory. And um, little did you know that it was going to lead to the opportunity with Ryan with Prospect Motorsports for uh, 2021. Now, talk about what your goal or what your deal is with Ryan. What are you going to be doing with him? And then are you going to still be doing anything on your own? Uh, we're gonna be we're gonna be doing like our own thing as well as working with Prospect Motorsports. Uh, I'm gonna be driving for them as well as helping them out in the shop whenever they need us because they got a ton of cars and need some people to help. So I'll go out in the shop and help whenever I can. And we'll still be running the CPLMS with our car for some races. 
and then we're going to be doing that would be the Carolina Pro Rate Model Series for those who aren't into acronyms. But go ahead. (laughs) And then we're going to be doing races with Ryan and Prospect Motorsports with whatever they want us to run. Brian, what is he going to run? Man, I'll tell you what. Right now, we have a lot of opportunities for Kyle. Um, we have – there's very, very good chance we're going to be running a lot of Cars Tour stuff. There's a very ah. good chance you're going to see him – you're going to see Kyle in a lot of different cars this year. But what you are going to see out of Kyle this year is a lot of wins. Because I'll tell you what, this kid has a ton of talent. Well, and I'm calling it right now. I'm putting the pressure on him. Um, this is the Babe Ruth yep, tribute I'm, show I'm, here. I'm, I'm, I'm pointing shot. to center field – I'll tell you what we're, we're gonna we're gonna maximize Kyle to the where his ability is, and um, the the great thing about this program is we are so much more than just one thing. We have late model stocks, we have the supers to run with the cars tour. Um, we're getting ready to go down to Dillon this next weekend and run the late model challenger race down there for the. Uh, um, sorry, I've got so many names in my head right now. I know it's the, so- the New Year's Bash. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, yeah, you New know. Year's bash. And uh, hopefully the first time you'll see Kyle, not hopefully, the first time you will see Kyle in one of our race cars will be at Florence at the Icebreaker. And that's coming, coming up, up uh, in February. Yes, think, uh, right? February 5th, 6th. Yeah, okay. Yep. I was going to so. okay, yeah. I think it is 5th and 6th, right? Kevin Campbell is uh, here with us as well again. Uh, Kevin and Kyle were here uh, after Kyle won the fall brawl. Kevin, um, talk about from your perspective, what does the opportunity with Prospect Motorsports um, kind of do for Kyle and, and for you as well, I guess? Well, i always been wishing for this day to come for Kyle. And, and truthfully, I can I can only put Kyle where I can afford to put Kyle. And, and like I said, Ryan, he's been our neighbor for a long time, and he's watched Kyle grow up racing. And actually, he's helped us when we run the Allison Legacy stuff. Uh, he helped us on our shock program, our chassis, and we started winning a bunch of races when we started getting help. So Ryan has seen Kyle grow up from, from like six years old in his racing till today. So uh, I, I just I'm, – I'm very thankful for the opportunity for, for Kyle to get out there and do, do some running maybe in the Cars Tour and also with Prospect Motorsports helping us in the Carolina Pro Late Model Series with our car, and we're going to run as many races as we possibly can in 2021. Well, it, uh, it should keep Kyle very busy going fast in circles, yeah. and uh, uh, his face lit up when I said that. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think uh, for any 17-year-old, that's a, a worthy goal. Um, Ryan, you've got uh, – Kevin, can we talk about the other aspect of or, – so, or is it too early? Well, it's it's not too early. So okay. one, one thing we're slipping in there and, and we're adding and branching out in Prospect Motorsports is uh, we're going to run an Allison Legacy Series program. And me and Kevin have been in talks of him kind of overseeing that program for us and and really just adding one more fold to the prospect. Uh, Derek Peebles Motorsports, I also got to throw in, they're our partners. They, it's kind of a co-deal, but, uh, you know, but the prospect DPM bridge is going to have the, the, another way to teach these drivers and develop them. And Kevin being what I call the Allison Legacy Series God, um, <laughs> <laughs> he, I don't uh, know if it's true, but it's worthy I, of a bell. I, I, I think the record speaks for itself. But uh, you know, I've I've asked him to come on board and and kind of run that into the program. So having people like that around is is what makes these these programs work. See, and you thought you were going to just get to be the cigar smoking proud dad. Yeah. Now you got to run part of the uh, racing operation. Yeah, but hey, I'm I, I'm totally <laughs> willing to do that. I know Ryan's. They're going to have three cars there, and I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to try to get people in all three cars for all the Allison Legacy races this year, and uh, hopefully I'll I'll keep them maintained and and on that side. And if they need help on their cars or our cars, and then we'll all work together. But I know Kyle; he knows the Legacy cars, so he can help out too. Yep, yep. Kyle gets to be driver coach. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. That's uh, that'll help you earn your keep in the other stuff. See, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, you know what? It's great for the Legacy series too because, man, I just. Yeah. It's had like four or five or six cars a race the last year or two, and it's like, man, we need to get the numbers back up. And so, you know, here comes three more cars, I guess, right? So yeah. we, we might get to ten, hopefully, before well, we. I hope I, so. I don't yeah. mean that in a negative way. I feel I, I don't 
understand kind of the drop off in cars, but um, but it's a it's a great series. It's a great car to to if you're coming out of a Bandolero or a quarter midget or a go kart and you need kind of that transitional before you get to the big car. As far as I'm concerned, Kevin, it's the perfect car to do it in. It is. It's it, that's exactly what we did when Kyle came out of the the go karts and the wing car stuff. And we run Outlaw Bandoleros, yep. and I said, you know what what the next step because i didn't want to go from a bandolero to a, a late model and someone brought it to my attention they said you should look at these allison legacy cars and uh so i went ahead and i bought two of them it was a package deal um and it's a great transition it's a four-cylinder motor but yep. it's still a four-speed you got to learn braking and throttle control and and shifting and and that's where kyle got his start and i mean it's huge and a lot of people actually get out of that and go right into late models and the transition is so much easier yeah yeah, because they're very. The suspension, Ryan, is very similar to the late model. Yeah, it, it, the in big, a lot of ways. The biggest thing I feel like with those cars is it gives the guys the feel of a working suspension that they haven't had in the go karts and stuff, and the way they do the tire thing, it gives them a feel of tire management with a bigger car. Um, just doesn't skip right to hey, here's a stiff suspension with some little tires onto hey, here's a thirty one hundred pound whatever car yeah. now. Go slide it around a little for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, and they run it a lot of the same tracks, too. Yes, That's what I do. like yes. to see with because, um, you know, you see the legacies kind of latch on to some of, say, the Southeast uh, Super Truck slash late model kind of programs or whatever. Um, and, of course, they were on the schedule at Florence uh, for the big um, South Carolina 400 Charlie Powell Memorial weekend back in November and which seems so so long ago now oh it's gosh, really yeah. been a month um but uh, yeah they were back uh, they were on that schedule and so uh I think it's a, a great opportunity so it gives you a little more depth for the program we're going to talk more with all of these guys about uh, what they have going on and talk short track racing for the rest of the show but we're going to do that right after this Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach so call bsr today 304-725-8444 give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway that's 304-725-8444 you hear that that's the sound of america's only sports car that's right it's a corvette but not just any corvette it's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. 
When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcoming. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Hi, I'm Jesse Love, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Now see, that's what you call a convenient segue right there, because uh, that gives me a chance to plug the fact that Jesse will be live in studio on Thursday night for our, our Motorsports Madness show um, at 7 o'clock Eastern on Performance Motorsports Network and Race Chaser Radio. And, of course, that show syndicated across the world on about 40 different platforms on the weekends. But um, Jesse will be in studio for that show. And uh, looking forward to that, he's actually going to run uh, the Winter Heat Series at Charlotte in a Legends car prepared by Joe Ryan Osborne. So... Um, Jesse uh, is going to be dropping by Thursday night for a little while, so it'll be fun to have him in the studio. Of course, uh, Jacob Seelman always joins uh, for that show. He is the host of Motorsports Madness, and uh, I get to play the second for once. <laughs> Tonight I've been the first twice, so uh, taped Inside Pass earlier, and now we're doing the Lead Lap show. And We've got a full house in studio. been talking with Ryan Bell, who is the co-founder of the new Prospect Motorsports late model team that's going to make its debut in the southeast region here uh, around the Carolinas. And we've got Kyle and Kevin Campbell. Kyle going to be racing for Ryan as part of the prospect team, along with doing some stuff with his own car with his dad. And Kevin is uh, going to be the new um, uh, chief cook and bottle washer of the Prospects <laughs> Motorsports uh, uh, Alice Legacy program. Uh, we made that announcement in the last segment, so uh, Kevin can't escape it now. You no, gotta actually no. do it. <laughs> I gotta uh, do it now. Yeah, I gotta do it. You're stuck. <laughs> ha, ha, um, got him. <laughs> but uh, what what uh, what made you decide? I mean, obviously, I know it. You said in the last segment, uh, Ryan, that you wanted a change. You made a personal decision. Why late models? Why not a truck team or some other type of team? You know, I really felt like there's so much room for driver development and driver um, training before we get to the NASCAR level. Sadly, in my years in the sport, I've worked with so many guys that came up and they're there. They're on the big stage and they weren't ready for it. And I don't mean driver ability wise. I mean, PR, uh, business just the day-in, day-out stuff that the fans never think of. And, and a lot of, to be honest with you, a lot of drivers don't think of till they right. get there. Um, so in my getting to talk with my friend Derek Peebles, that is now the co-owner of this deal, um, we just really kind of got to talking about what will you, where would we go with the driver development deal? And late models just kept coming back up. And uh, I'll tell you what, getting these kids as young as they are now, being able to start crafting them, and I mean that in a positive way, not yeah. not a creepy way, but start crafting them into what becomes your race-ready, PR-friendly right. NASCAR driver. And that's as our with our development program, we're not looking for kids that are going to come, run a couple races, and go away. We right. want guys that we can follow through and watch their success for years down the road. You had, obviously, working with guys like J.D. and with Carl, you've seen a lot of younger drivers who are kind of coming to that level at, at Xfinity or even when, you know, on the truck side um, for the first time. What are some of the things that you feel like those drivers maybe didn't have some of them? What are, that you feel like you can bring to them at, at the level down here, so to speak, so that when they, they get to that level, they're already attuned for that level? Well, prime example would be this moment right here. A lot of these guys have never had a microphone in their face. They've never That's dealt true. with having to politically correctly answer questions. They've never dealt with having to, in the moment, you know, the heat of the moment, have a personality and answer questions correctly. Um, a lot of these guys didn't know where driver's meetings were. They didn't know what to do at a driver's meeting. They, you know, they're walking in 
thinking, okay, I'm going to go sit down and, and talk to – no, this – a driver's meeting in NASCAR is very important for the driver meeting part. It's very formal. But it is much very more formal. important about the sponsors yeah. and the people that are there. Um, those guys aren't ready for that. They These poor kids – and I say kids, a lot of them weren't even kids. They're not ready for the business side. They just go up there. Yes, I agree. Pay, pay their money. And then in some cases, not, thankfully, I've worked for great car owners over the years, so I've never really seen it, but one-on-one. But next thing I know, because of them not being contractly sound, not really knowing what to ask or what to do, that their deal's gone and their sponsor's on someone else's car. Yeah. And – I don't want to see that anymore, and I want to teach my guys how to avoid that happening. Yeah. And that's, you know, we want to build. And plus, for whatever reason, some guys aren't going to go on to the NASCAR level. So I want these guys to be able to leave our program, have had their fun and their success in racing, and go start a business and go be successful outside of this sport. Talking my language, man. <laughs> that's exactly right. I agree 100% with that. That's awesome. Um, so, Kyle, are you ready for all of this training you're about to start getting or what? Uh, we'll, we'll be. We'll find out for sure. I know I'm ready for the, the driving aspect of it, but the PR and sponsors and everything, that's going to be a different story. Well, yeah, because you haven't had, I mean, you know, I know you've done some interviews and probably more than some other guys maybe because you've, you've won enough, but... Um, I mean, this really is a lot of the off-track part is going to be fairly new to you for this year, right, based on what you've done in the past? Oh, yeah. This is going to be a definite – it's going to be a whole new experience for me. I've had microphones in my face before doing some interviews, but mostly that would be at the track. I've only done one uh, one show with you, and that was the first, like, actual formal show I've done. Really? So, first radio show? Yeah. Hey. All right. Another so, first. I just got to learn. Another first. Just got to keep learning how to get on the PR side of things and learn how to remember to thank all of my sponsors without having to read the side of the car or my jacket or something. Well, yeah. It's just uh, basically if you learn enough about your sponsors, then you just sort of talk about them without having to work hard. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's really the thing. Um, so, Kevin, what, what do you see uh, about this program that excites you? Uh, I, everything it really excites me about it. Um, like I said, I, I've been hoping for this day all my life with Kyle racing. You know, me growing up racing all my life and I, doing everything myself. And uh, somebody always would say, you know, what happens if someone ever picked Kyle up and uh, they don't want you to do anything? And I said, well, uh, we'll have to cross that bridge when that day gets here. But apparently, I'm. That's not, I'll be that's in not, charge of a legacy. Now, <laughs> apparently, now that's not going to happen. But um, I just want, I just want success for for. Prospect Motorsports and Kyle, um, you know, everyone wants success yeah. for their for their kid. And, you know, Kyle's won a lot of races, and we've done a lot together. And, and I just want to be able to go to the track and, and watch him. Uh, apparently, I'm still going to be Kyle Spotter. So I'll still be in our own little way, me helping him out. And I'll, I'll be helping on the cars at the shop also, um, as long as the legacy cars don't get tore up too bad. But uh, I just, it, it's well, a great still be moment at the shop, for me. right? I mean, you're still going to be helping on cars at the shop. Yeah. It may just be the smaller ones. <laughs> the smaller yeah. ones, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Depends whether they're small or big, but you're going to be working on something. Yeah. Talk about your racing a little bit, because I, I wonder how many people in our audience even know that you ever raced. Uh, you were you were up in uh, the New England area, right? Yeah, you didn't. Yeah, I don't think you knew that I until the, we spoke no. the other day. But no. yeah, I, uh, I grew up in Vermont and, and, uh, when I got out of the service, I decided I wanted to try to do a little bit of racing. Um, had a few friends that raced and really didn't have um, any experience in it, so I helped them. And then I bought my first car from a friend of mine and thought this was great. I jumped in the car for the first time, and under the caution, I'm like, well, God, this is pretty easy. <laughs> when they threw that green, they went down both sides of me, and I'm like, uh-oh, what am I doing here? Yeah. And that was, oh, my God. I, it's all was, fun and games to yeah. jump on the wild paddle, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was. So I, I went up to the street socks. I mean, I, I raced at Thunder Road in Vermont, and then uh, I did the American-Canadian tour, and we traveled all around New England and New York and Canada and Maine. And I, I did the Oxford 250 a couple times, and that, that was really difficult to get in. Um, Oof. Yeah, that's so bad. that's a big one. That's a huge one. So, But I, I did that for better part of 20 years and then we actually moved from vermont to north carolina to start racing and actually me and kyle actually raced together for quite a while and in 2011 i was in an accident and i broke both my legs um very badly and my surgeon said if i ever break my legs again i'll probably never walk so that was when i had to retire but we actually raced together in what 
Flatcarts. Uh, Flatcarts. Yep. Oh, wow. And it, awesome. a good story when... when uh, I'm give that a bell. There you go. Um, <laughs> one night no we were idea. we were racing at Woodleaf together, and they they did like a, a father son intermission, ah. a, a grudge match. Let's say nice. I didn't even have a go kart at the time, and a friend of ours, Joe Galloway, said, "Here, pick one of mine." He had five of them. Well, <laughs> yeah. So I jumped Which on. Which one's your fastest one? Well, that's what I said, and uh, we got going. They threw the green, and and. I got by Kyle, and next thing you know, I come out of turn four, and he had me sideways. And I'm like, well. So then I went yeah. into turn one, and he flat out wrecked me. He, he dumped me so bad. And uh, he ended up going off the track, and I ran over to get him started. And by the time I got back in, he was gone. So he ended up winning the race. He's just mad I beat him. Yeah. So when the race was done, he was walking around. And, and I said, what are you doing? And uh, there were some people from Stuart Haas racing there. And they uh, made a bet. They told Kyle that if he wrecked me, they'd all pay him five bucks. So he was walking around collecting his five bucks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that business sense we're trying to teach at Prospect Motorsports. That's right. Out young. Yeah, he wrecked me hard. I went through the tires and everything. Oh, oh yeah. Back out in the cornfield. I followed Crash him through. Crash your dad and win 25 bucks. Yeah. Oh, my oh, it was gosh. great. Well, if you end up racing for Stuart Haas someday, we'll all have yeah. a great story to tell. Yep. Now, who was there from Stuart Haas that was uh, encouraging you to wreck your dad for money? Was it Mark? Mark Tucker was Mark there. Tucker, yeah. Coley Summers. Uh, there was a few people that were that were there, and <laughs> awesome. he, he was walking around collecting his money. See, this is why we do this show. It's a short track racing show. This is what happens in short track racing. That's awesome. I had no idea that you guys ever raced together. That's really a cool story. Uh, and obviously, uh, Kyle has carried on the uh, family name very well. Um, and uh, really, uh, I mean, I, I met you guys when you were at Millbridge um, running in the outlaw carts. And I know that you had a, a really good time running there. But uh, I assume that you've uh, enjoyed the late model a little bit more. Oh, yeah. Late model is just a lot more fun. The speed aspect for me is the biggest. Yeah. I like the dirt, and everyone I talk to says dirt's more fun, but I just like I like asphalt more, and I guess that's just a personal preference. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, dirt, the dirt experience obviously comes in handy for car control. Oh, so, it definitely does. Yeah. So you've got uh, that going for you. Okay. We are going to step aside. And uh, when we come back, we will carry on with more shenanigans with this bunch right after this. <laughs> Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway com or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com drift nirvana getting you sideways the right way victory custom trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach being personally involved in the racing community allows victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer they have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries and they can serve anyone in the continental u.s if you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. Beware of telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you. Call is threatening you with arrest or other legal action, and demanding money are not from us. If you receive a call like this, hang up, do not provide them with any form of payment or information, report the call at oig.ssa.gov. What an awesome game. 
What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'll come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Hi, this is Ross Chastain, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now, back to the show. Okay, welcome back. Lead Lap presented by VictoryCustomTrailers.com. Now, if you need a new trailer, there is no other place to go except for Victory Custom Trailers. Here's why. They will design a trailer of any type for any purpose, custom-built, just for you. They're based out of Michigan. They will ship it anywhere. They shipped one to Russia not long ago. So Victory Custom Trailers literally serves the entire U.S. of A. and beyond. Um, so if you're listening to us from Timbuktu and you want a trailer, just uh, go to the website, VictoryCustomTrailers.com. And what other trailer website do you know where you can design your own custom trailer? Right on the website, VictoryCustomTrailers.com. Chris Hedinger and his uh, group are just fantastic people. They're friends of ours, and uh, we are proud to promote them here. So VictoryCustomTrailers.com. Make sure that if you need a trailer for any purpose, it does not have to be a motorsports trailer, um, any type of uh, trailer or transporter, uh, they can get it for you. They have over 200 new and used in stock, or like I said, they will custom build one to your specifications, VictoryCustomTrailers.com. As we get back into our final segment um, again, for those of you who may have joined us late, Lee Lap starting at 8 o'clock now because we've moved the inside pass into the 7 to 8 time slot on Monday nights. Um, so we've abbreviated this show for this year and beyond to an hour. So uh, one hour show, we've got Ryan Bell, Kyle Campbell, and Kevin Campbell in the studio with us along with our producer, James Mellick. Ryan, um, other than Kyle, who else have you got already ready to go for your program this year at Prospect Motorsports. Well, we're really excited to have signed on a, a man who's had a lot of success in the dirt racing world. I know we had a little conversation about that a while ago, the comparison. And he's going to be making a jump to the asphalt world. His name's Ryan Green. He's out of Alabama, um, 36 years old, really got a great head on his shoulders, great you know, man-made, man self-made, not man-made, self-made. Um, <laughs> we're all children well, of God, sir. Yes, we're all man-made. Um, yes. So, you know, um, self-made racer has always done great things and just really wants to come try this asphalt thing. We're glad to have him. And I also want to give a shout-out to my uh, partner, Derek Peebles, who is hard at work at our shop in Goldsboro redoing the trailer and reskinning the pit box for this next weekend while I sit here in this cozy radio studio having fun with you guys he's working his butt off as always so thank See, you Derek so you are the man and now, I love you brother if you know if you need a new trailer you now know where to go victorycustomtrailers.com okay um Kyle you've got sponsors so talk about your sponsors sir so we got a couple sponsors on this year so we first we have uh Battle Scarred Outdoors that are coming from last year we had them on last year with Richard Chidero they're Main purpose is to help veterans. They go out and hunt, and they do all their, they do stuff with veterans, and they help them just go out and have a good time. And they are old and can't really do much anymore, so they just help them get out. Then I know we have a Jersey Mike subs coming on board for this year, which is going to be that's going to be some good. Jersey Mikes. Oh yeah, yeah. We've we've always eaten there, and we love the restaurant, and so it's great to have them come on board, and they're going to provide us with track food and. Maybe some. Uh, There's an awful lot of occasion for bell ringing yeah. tonight here, oh, yeah. and it's Christmas has been over for about a week. <laughs> um, Kevin, what do you want to add to that? No, I just want to, uh, to to thank our sponsors. You know, that's helped Kyle along the way, um, like Kyle Beauty Racing, 
and development. He worked with Kyle in, in the Bando Kyle stuff. Kyle's the man. Uh, uh, Roy Hayes, Hayes Motorsports, yep. and Kevin Hollenbeck, they, they've done a lot to our program, especially when we bought the late model. Kevin helped us out a lot. Um, Battle Scarred Outdoors, Rich Tadero, RT Construction. Uh, Rich owns Battle Scarred Outdoors. It's for first responders and veterans. They do disabled veterans hunts all over North Carolina. They they do a lot of um, their pro staff. They have hunts out on the coast, duck hunting, fishing. I went on a hunt with them because I'm a veteran myself, so I went on a, a dog hunt. First time I ever hunted deer with dogs, and let me tell you, people say it's like shooting fish in a barrel. No. <laughs> Them deer go by you at 150 miles an hour, and um, but they, they they do a really a really great program for the wounded warriors and veterans. Uh, and I I own a deer processor, and I, I help them when they do their veteran hunt here. I do all their deer for them for free for our veterans. And uh, you know Jersey Mike's Mike Whitcomb owns Jersey Mike's in Harrisburg. Uh, he's coming on board this year, and I I get to thank them a ton because every little bit helps. Harrisburg, North Carolina, for just yes. for those who may be in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, yeah. listening to the show. Um, and and again, is it Battle Scarred? Yes, Battle Scarred Outdoors. Battle Scarred Outdoors. You need to look. Okay. They're a 501c nonprofit. And everything is, is a donated. And I know Rich, he leases a lot of land. He pays out of his own pocket. Wow. And he, he takes yeah. all these hunters. Um, and I know Jersey Mike's also provides. We did a big hunt a few months ago, and we actually brought our car because uh, it's sponsored by Battle Scarred over to okay. there where they have a bunch of campers and oh nice so these these veterans come from all over and they got a place to stay and everything's free of charge and, and jersey awesome. mike's provides See, the food fantastic. for them I love that. it's great it's a great program that's awesome battle scarred outdoors yes uh, and i'm assuming a dot com would follow that for their website i think so battle scarred outdoors dot com uh if you'll all just type in to your uh, Google or wherever you uh, you go, DuckDuckGo, whatever it is you mm-hmm. use, BattlescarredOutdoors.com, and uh, I'm sure it'll come up, and you can click the link and uh, check that out. That's uh, That sounds like a really cool site. Um, so Prospect Motorsports, how did Prospect Motorsports get the name Prospect Motorsports? I'm always curious about silly little things like that. So my uh, 12-year-old son, Mason Lee, is a very God has blessed him with a lot of talent when it comes to baseball. And uh, uh-huh. has been what position does he play? Shortstop. Uh-huh. Religiously. Um, I don't – for the very rarity they put him in the outfield, he gets confused because I don't think he knows what that grass is. But uh, <laughs> no, we, uh, See, I was the opposite. I tried shortstop once. It did not work out well. <laughs> My father was coaching the team. He's like, try right field. That was perfect. We uh, we play for uh, CBA Copperheads. Uh, the Copperheads are one of the longest-running travel baseball organizations in the Carolinas. But long story short, um, I was also big into baseball my whole life. Uh, played the game as well. And obviously, when you're coming up in baseball, you're known as a prospect until you join the major leagues. So uh-huh. I wanted to tie that in, driver there development, everything. So that's our story on that. Okay, so Prospect Motorsports. And you've got you said you've got late-model stocks. Yes, and sir. also super late models. Yes, sir. Was that a decision from the start that you wanted to do that, or did that kind of come from the association with Kyle and Kevin? Well, basically what's happened is we kind of set forth to be a late model stock program. And okay. um, as sponsors have, which we have several sponsor announcements to make coming up, but I can't, sadly That's can't okay. say anything tonight. That's um, a good excuse to have you back in the studio. But uh, so they've kind of pushed it, and the people that have seen the talent that Kyle has – you know, I offered this, and they said, well, we'd like to go here with Kyle. And, you know, um, just like the Challenger series that will be with this weekend at Dillon with Wayne Goss um, and DPM Motorsports, it it just opened the uh, – just like the Legacy deal, it just opened the pages for more opportunities for our drivers to have all three series plus have, you know, the the delivery. By the way, guys, real quick, uh, sure. Dillon this weekend, live on Mav TV, New Year's Bash, uh, they're still – marketing opportunities out there please check us out at prospect motorsports or D- dpm motorsports.com Derek peoples motorsports um hit us up on facebook for that race but yes that's that's kind of what started the multiple car deal but i think it, in the long run it, it's turned out better well yeah, i would think i, I think diversity is good when you're doing a program yes. like this and it gives you more opportunities for more drivers to to take part without them all necessarily 
it's kind of hard. I see a lot of teams, they have two or three drivers in the same class all the time. Right. Right. And it's not to say that that's always bad because I've seen it done very successfully, but it can be very wieldy if you don't have the right personnel and, and all of that. You know, teams tend to shortchange themselves on the pit side of things when when they do that. And, and then you've got people working on multiple cars yes. and whatever. So um, I think it's good if you have a little diversity and, and that way you kind of have more cars in more places. It's a it's a visibility thing on the on the weekends, too. Well, you know, that's our goal. And, and to help the drivers like Kyle, I figure the more we get the name out there, and the more we're successful across the board, the quicker the opportunities are going to come. And what we've made sure we've done with Prospect is we're not th- going to spread ourselves thin like what right. you, like what you've seen in other teams. We've gone out and we've found, and again, there's more announcements to come, but we have found seasoned veterans just like you know Mike, me, who've been in the Cup Series, been around the racing industry to come down to join our program and to give everyone, it doesn't matter if you're in the super or you're in the legacy car, the people that you're working with are going to be talented people that have winning records. And that's uh, that was a goal of mine from day one. I wasn't going to do this halfway. And you're going to be based uh, in Concord for now, correct? Yes, we will have a shop in Concord and a shop in Goldsboro, North Carolina, where we will uh the concord shop obviously will handle this kind of this side of the world and okay. and goldsboro will be able to provide us somewhere closer so you don't have that expense that a lot of teams give you of travel because we're going to cut it down by having the two facilities so the goldsboro would be for tracks maybe like uh southern national yes. caraway up into virginia that time because it's kind of north and yep. what is it north and slightly east of here maybe yeah um mm-hmm. To be honest, Southern National is one one place we're really looking at doing a lot of racing. Yeah. Um, the Diaz family's done a great job down there. And uh, Wayne Goss, who is part of our program through the Derek Peoples Motorsports portion, um, has really had a lot of success there over the years. So it's a place that we plan on doing a lot of racing this year. Cool. Yeah, Mike Diaz, you're right. He's 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 really done. He and Mason, too. Uh, and Mason, uh, of course, a, a, a good racer in his own right. But uh, Michael's done a great job with that track. Uh, and it should be interesting because uh, you were saying earlier that you had heard that they may be running some Sundays this year. So we'll have to see if that comes to pass and if so, how that works out. Because I personally love the idea. But um, some areas it seems to work better than others. So uh, I think it's an effort to try something different. So we'll see how that works out. And, uh, again, um, late models, super late models, and Ellison Legacy cars. Um, and right now you've got uh, Kyle will be basically a full-time yes. driver for you. And uh, Ryan Green yes, sir. is also intending to be a full-time driver, correct? Yep, he will be full-time. Um, he's got a, We're going to do a, a test the week after uh, the icebreaker with him will be his first test in the car. Okay, and so, but he's going to be a late model stock. Yes. And Kyle is mostly running super late models. That's our plan right now. Yeah. Um, like all plans, things can change. Sure. But, uh, but we, at least for now, you've yeah. got kind of one each, yes. so to speak. Yes, sir. And then uh, we have three legacy cars that uh, Kevin Campbell is going to uh, do a superb job wrenching on. We've just got to fill seats. So if there's anybody out there that uh, might be interested in, um, well, really any of those things, but uh, specifically in the, in the legacy cars, you can... Uh, um, reach out to me through Race Chaser Media or, again, Prospect Motorsports on Facebook. Just go search Prospect Motorsports, and that will get you directly to um, Ryan, and you don't need to talk to me. Um, so uh, that's an, an excellent opportunity for uh, some kids to get a chance to to go do this sort of thing. Um, Kyle, you've got to be excited about the chance to go race some cars, tour races, because obviously that's a whole new level for you. Oh yeah, that's gonna be that's top notch right there. That's the biggest, one of the biggest uh, late models classes out there, and the most we could ever do with what we could afford as a Carolina Pro. So yeah. I'd like to thank Ryan and all Prospect Motorsports for giving me the opportunity to go out there and run these bigger races. But you're still gonna run the Carolina Pro Series. Yes, yes. we are still gonna be doing as some. Well. Yes. So uh, which we're gonna try to get Keith Graham back in here in the next week or two to talk about that because his schedule is out for um 2021 and i think he's got 10 
races or is it 12? I think there's 12. 12. 12. Yeah, yeah, okay. And I, I think say. there's like 11 different tracks. Yeah. He's uh he's got quite a, a hefty schedule out there. So we're going to um we're going to get uh, Keith back in here and talk more about that, but to expect to see Kyle involved with that as well as maybe some cars tour events and um and then of course uh good to have you in the studio, Ryan, and uh looking forward to seeing where your uh, program goes in 2021 and beyond. Uh, you've certainly got a great business model there and looking to do things, uh, in my opinion, the way that it ought to be done in terms of uh, the driver development uh, type driver growth programs. Um, so uh, happy to have you I'm, uh, on board tonight. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kevin and Kyle, thanks to you guys as well. And that's going to wrap up the first uh, hour-long lead lap show of 2021. Uh, look forward to uh, being back next Monday. Already got guests lined up for most of the rest of this month for this show. So uh, stay tuned. Our next show will be Thursday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, Motorsports Madness. Jesse Love will be in studio on the Performance Motorsports Network and Race Chaser Radio. Until then, I'm Tom Baker. Thanks for listening. See ya. You've been listening to Lead Lap Radio powered by HMS Motorsport, the leaders in motorsport safety. You can find them on the web at hmsmotorsport.com. Lead Lap Radio is a race chaser media production. For more exciting and passionate motorsport content, follow Race Chaser Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube and visit racechasermedia.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of Race Chaser Media. No part of the show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of Race Chaser Media. Thank you for listening.